Welcome to Culture Bites, where we take culture theory and turn it into everyday insights. We're powered by Human Synergistics, and our mission is to change the world one organization at a time. We can only do that together with our amazing community, so thank you for listening. Hey, Sue. Hi, Dom. Back for number two. Yes, how exciting. Becoming a regular on the podcast. I am. I love it. (laughs) Um, So in the, the last episode together, we talked about, you know, building rapport and how important that was in the LSI process and not to skip over it. Mm-hmm. And we talked about that because you're a bit of a LSI debriefing extraordinaire and, and train a lot of our accredited network and, and how to do it. What I want to explore today with you, Sue, was a tricky one that I've come across myself, which is what the hell do you talk about when someone has a really constructive LSI one and two? Mm. There's nothing to talk about. Where do I go? <laughs> like, it's terrifying because I don't feel like I can add anything to that conversation. Yeah. So I'd love your your tips and your insight on where do you go with yes. that kind of conversation? Yeah, great, great topic, Dom. And it's one that comes up regularly. I would say probably a high percentage of the calls that come in from people going through the accreditation process that are seeking advice Mm. are on that particular topic because they get really scared that they can't add value to somebody who has a really constructive LSI 1 and and a constructive LSI 2 profile. And the reality is that you can always add value and it doesn't matter whether you're a relatively inexperienced debriefer or experienced, you just treat each debrief as an opportunity for growth and learning. But there is an approach that I certainly take if I find that I'm debriefing somebody who's got really strong extensions in the constructive cluster in both their one and their two. So rapport building would be exactly the same as we discussed before. So checking in with them and where they're at with work, Mm. what's going on for them from a whole of of life perspective. So all of that would be exactly the same. Then once we open the profile, I'd be exploring their first reaction to seeing it, listening very carefully to what they're saying, oh. doing the data, data analysis, so looking at have, where's their weighting in terms of orientation. Is it people or task? Is it satisfaction or security? Obviously, it's satisfaction if they've got in a really case, strongly yep. yeah, constructive profile. But you would do it because that's kind of a standard step yes. that you would do with everyone. Yep. Yes, absolutely. Strongest cluster constructive, obviously. What's their, their primary style and their secondary style? Mm-hmm. So. That's always interesting to explore because they'll be different Is it for more, different people. Yeah, it, and it can be constructive but more task or constructive but more people, people or yeah, something. Yeah, exactly. And I think just while I'm, I'm thinking about that, don't forget either that for primary style and secondary style, the little descriptors that sit underneath that generic to the style, not specific to the person. Mm. So that's always important that right? to remember. Okay. Yeah, because sometimes people will look at those little descriptors and go, no, 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 that doesn't resonate mm. with me. And that's because it's an item that they have given themselves a two for or, or a one or, or, one or a zero. Is, yeah. And it's generic to the style, not specific okay. to them. After that, after you've gone through that sort of data analysis process, then the next logical question is, are there any of these styles that you'd like to do a deep dive into? No, so, I'm happy. Yeah. Looks, looks good to me. You know, but that's what I freak out that yeah, they're going to say. Yeah, and no, they may well do that. This resonates really strongly with me. No, I don't really particularly no, want to dive like into I'm, any. Looks like I'm kicking some goals. Mm-hmm. Yep. Why don't we uh, 
just head off early. You know, we'll, we'll still got an hour, hour and 45 minutes to go or something. And that's that's what people freak out about. So hmm. so where do you go if someone hits you with that kind of answer? Sir? So if somebody hit me with that answer, what I would suggest to them is that we pull out what I call the residual narrative. And the residual narrative within the constructive styles, any items that they have not given themselves a two for, Mm. And in the defensive styles, any items that they've given themselves either a two or a one Mm. for. Mm. So I've brought along a sample report just so that I can work through that process with you and you can start to hear the gold Mm. of the information that you can pull just from doing that. Yeah, beautiful. All right. So we'll work it through. And and for our listeners, we'll upload it on the, uh, the blog page as well. So if you want to kind of follow through at the same time, you can do that too. So if you look in the show notes of this episode, there'll be a link to the blog in there. All right, Sue. So So for example, this particular sample report has got humanistic encouraging as the primary style Mm -hmm. and self-actualizing as the secondary style Mm -hmm. with a slightly stronger orientation to people. Okay. Mm -hmm. So a little more more affiliative than achievement or something. Yeah. Pretty even. But. Actually, achievement is slightly, yes, a little little bit lower than affiliative. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When you move into the item by item page, so for humanistic encouraging, there's only one item where they did not give themselves a two, mm-hmm. and that was popular leader. Okay. So they've they've said essentially most of the time I'm not a popular leader, mm. even though they've said quite often I am. Mm. I still haven't fully claimed it, mm. do you know? So there's the first thread of what we might find. And I like to look to see within a style, is there a theme? There's only one item, so we've just there's got that. One theme, yeah. That's a one, <laughs> <laughs> one theme. But then to, to look for themes within the style, then for look, to look for themes across the cluster, and then for look for themes throughout the whole report. So, so would you... When you go to that page, would you be like, um, what was it popular later? Would you say, you know, tell me about, you know, what does a one, what does a two look like compared to a one? Yes, absolutely. So, so you would go there straight away or would you yes. wait to the end? Yeah. Uh, no, I would actually go there. So because I, I would get them to highlight and then talk to that particular item. Mm. So what would be different if this were a two, mm. for example? Mm. Which is a great question anyway, even if it's not a constructive profile, but, you know, like fairly constructive, like I was doing one the other day where there are ones and twos and the person was trying to argue a bit about, oh, but I just saw one and two as the same thing. Mm. And so I asked, well, it's interesting because you scored some items as a two and some as a one. Mm. So talk to me about what you saw as the difference between this item and this item. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which is just a good way of, you know, what does a two look like compared to a one and getting them to explore that. Mm, and how did they interpret it? So frequently you'll hear people say, oh, well, I'm not like that all of the time. Well, there is no all of the time. It says most of the time. Two is most of the time, mm. not all of the time. Mm. So it's, it is quite interesting to, yeah. to speak to that. So moving on to the affiliative style, there are three items on that within that style where they didn't give themselves a two, and that's leads because liked by others, diplomatic and tactful, and judgment influenced by liking for people. Mm. So again, it's a matter of judgment influenced by liking for people is an interesting one because often people will interpret that differently. 
mm. that particular item. And I find that some people will interpret it from the perspective of my judgment is influenced by whether or not I like you as an individual. Mm. Others, particularly if they've got a stronger people orientation, may interpret it as I like people. And because I like people generically, my judgment will be influenced Uh towards them. Gotcha. Yeah. So, yeah. So I like people and that kind of sets my default operating mode. Yes, it does. Or I make these decisions because I like you personally and so I'm going to make a... Yes. So understanding how they interpreted the item as well is also important. So it's interesting already just with those four items, three of them have got a bit of a thread of being liked Mm. or liking attached and to a, them. And around kind of a bit of leadership as well. And around popular leadership. leader leads because likes. Yes. All that stuff. Yes. Yeah, which is similar. Yes, interesting, isn't it? Yeah. So then you would start exploring, because so that's a bit of a theme coming up It now. is. So you yeah. explain, you know, so seen, or would you ask them, is, do you see any themes between these I items? do. I yeah. ask them to come up with the themes. Mm. So pointing the themes out to them, if they miss any, sure. Maybe, yeah, but getting yeah. them to come up with the themes is so much more important mm. because it'll be, it just sort of cements their understanding I, of where they're coming from on, in relation a, to it. On a slight tangent, but I won't go too far down this path. I read a book a while ago called The Power of Moments by mm. Chip and Dan Heath, mm-hmm. who did Switch and a few other books. And they, they talked about people tripping over the truth. Yes. And how you have these insights is when you trip over the truth for yourself. And mm-hmm. so, it's kind of by getting them to name the theme, it's so much more powerful than you pointed out for them. Yes, it is. And the thing is that getting them to identify the theme also gives them the ability to start to point towards what are the beliefs mm. that these themes are actually pointers towards. Mm. And, you know, belief systems are so important in relation to the whole LSI process because you know, beliefs get laid down at naught to seven very early in life uh. and beliefs can be changed. Uh. You know, it's why it's so critical that people understand that the LSI is not a measure of personality. Uh. It's a adapted thinking patterns and adapted behavioral patterns. Uh. And so, for example, back to perfectionistic that we talked about um, in the last podcast, that belief of what I do isn't good enough or I'm not good enough. Let's say it's what I what I do isn't good enough. Mm. There's probably a host of evidence in their life that tells them that in fact there's a lot of what they do that is more than good enough. Uh. Do you know? And so it gives them the opportunity if they understand that that's sitting in their belief system, is that true? Is that belief actually true? Yeah, so surfacing it so you can challenge it. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Because there's often a story we start telling ourselves and we just kind of internalize that story to some extent, mm. right? And like, I am a whatever kind of person. Mm, mm. But I mean, that's the whole thing we do with the LSI, right, is challenge some of those beliefs. And that's right. Actually, you know, it doesn't have to be that way. You can you can change your thinking. You can change your beliefs and so on. Mm-hmm. Um, really, really important. Because Which is why that focus on the LSI one Mm. And spending more time in the LSI one is so critical because that's the place of sustainable change. You can tinker around the edges in the LSI two, but if a belief system is what the 
the foundational driver is. That's that's the the strong work that needs to be done. Mm, yeah, so it's almost you need to get your own house in order, if you will, you or your own thinking in order <laughs> before you start thinking about how you're showing up to other people. Exactly but. right. Well, if you're showing up to other people in a way that's not congruent with your thinking, then then it's coming at a cost. Mm. That sounds like another great topic. It is. So maybe for the next one, yeah, when there's a disconnect, because that's people freak out about that too. So mm, they do. They so do. let's hold that thought okay. and that'll be the next episode. How about that? <laughs> okay, that um, sounds good. So, so what else? So I think what I might do just to really give you some clarity is I'm going to read out the items to you. Okay. And I'm going to read out the items that remain in the constructive styles. Mm. So we've still got achievement and self-actualizing. Okay. And then we'll stop and do a little bit of a recap of what you're noticing when you hear this. Okay. And so this is for a person who's scored a zero or a one for constructive styles. That's right. Okay. Yeah. So essentially they're saying most of the time I'm not. Okay. So most of the time I don't enjoy difficult tasks. I don't have a high level of aspiration and I'm not ambitious. Mm. Most of the time, I'm not confident and relaxed. I'm not non-defensive, so that's actually saying that they are defensive. defensive. It's a double negative. Yep. And again, not not easily upset, so can be easily upset. Mm. What do you notice? Listening to all of those, what do you notice? So there was the popular leader yes. kind of bit or, or leading that we had earlier, and then there was a theme around not enjoying difficult tasks. So there's, a, I guess, a reluctance to be exposed perhaps mm-hmm. on on some of that stuff mm-hmm. and then at the end there the last bit was around getting the last one once again so confident and relaxed non-defensive and not easily upset there's a bit of a theme mm. of sensitivity here yeah isn't there? yeah yeah exactly mm. yeah so picking up those themes would you then just explore so there's kind of three themes by my count is, is that what you saw mm. and just get them to explore each one so I get them to capture each one okay, and then perhaps keep on going. Okay. So let's have a look at the defensive styles as well okay, yeah, and see whether we're starting to find those themes being reinforced or whether some new themes start to emerge. So this is even though it's a highly constructive profile, they oh. may have some colour elsewhere. That's right. And yeah. so when you're looking at these items, how are you looking at the numbers for so, these? So in the defensive styles, mm. you're looking at any items that they gave themselves a two or a one for. So essentially there they're saying most of the time I'm this or quite often I'm this. I'm this. Okay. Yeah. So in approval, it's only ones. Oh, sorry. No, there's one, two as well. So let me read you these. I'm quite often upset if not accepted by others. Mm. I quite often need others' approval. I quite often want to be liked. I quite often depended on family and friends. I quite often seek approval from others. I quite often spoil people with kindness. I quite often accept others' values easily. And most of the time I'm friendly. Mm. So it's kind of linking back into that sensitivity that yeah. we kind of talked about. Yeah. And linking back into the leader thing, popular leader as mm-hmm. well. So yeah, so some themes are actually continuing on. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. And a real pointer to needing to be, having some sort of need to be liked yeah, as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. Interesting, isn't it? Yeah. You know? And this is a highly constructive profile. So what I didn't actually say at the beginning is that every constructive style is above the 83rd percentile. Right, so it's With very humanistic high. encouraging being 98th, affiliative 90th, 
Achievement 83rd, self-actualizing 95th. Right. So it's right up there. But it's right up there. Even then, we're still seeing some things where people can maybe develop and challenge and there might be a story that That's right. even though it's there, they're still maybe telling themselves, I'm not a popular leader. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I get worried if people don't like me. I get worried if people don't like me. Yeah. People might not like me. So what does that mean? Yeah, yeah. Do you know? Isn't it interesting that you can have such strength in self-actualizing but still the theme mm. comes through mm. in that way. So, which is why, and I'm, I'm going to sound a bit like a broken record, but <laughs> never think that you can't add value to somebody with a really strongly constructive profile because none of these defensive styles are above the 50th percentile. Mm. They're all below the 25th. Oh, no, there's one. There's one. So the only one oppositional is at the 42nd percentile. Okay. And every other style is pretty close to the 25th oh. or below 10th. And yet, look at the themes that we're hearing already. And I mean, I guess it is a different conversation perhaps than you'd have with someone who had a very defensive profile sure. or something different because, sure. you know, you're probably, you're mining a little deeper, I suppose, to, to get some of these things because, hey, look, the person's in a good space, right? And so we're really talking about tweaking the extras to really kind of get to that next level rather than like, you know, what what would you think? Yes, we are. We're also probably exploring where they might default to under stress. Mm, Okay. Tell me more about that. Well, I guess it comes back to the neuroscience, you know, where we know that if you want to do things differently, you establish a new neural pathway. It takes so many repetitions, 23, they say. You continue to strengthen it. And the old neural pathway atrophies. Does it ever completely disconnect? <laughs> the neuroscience yeah. does, hasn't yet proven that it does completely right. disconnect. And so I guess it sort of sits there in the background as an Achilles heel, mm. if you like. And so it's most likely that if, if somebody is going to default, they'll default when they're under stress. Mm, under lots of pressure. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So shall we kick yeah, on? Yeah, keep, keep going. So let's go through the other three passive defensive yep, styles. Um, quite often I enjoy being recognized by superiors. Quite often I'm restrained, agreeable, very respectful to others, and most of the time I'm reliable and steady. Mm. I'm quite often dependent on others. I seek help from others. I'm very respectful to superiors. I'm modest and very tactful. Mm. And I'm quite often not aggressive. Mm. Yeah, so it's it's still playing on that kind of ne- wanting to be liked it or is. needing to be liked yeah. theme through there. So even though a lot of those were below the 25th percentile or something, mm-hmm. it's still just showing, yeah, a lingering thought there for the person. Mm. And it may be that there's still something lingering in the belief system mm. that what if I were to completely, let's, let's say, what if I were to completely let go mm. of that? Mm. Would I put my energy differently? Mm. Where would I put it differently? So what so does it look like? What's kind it of look questions? like for you would mm. be the thing. Do you know what would it look like if you were able to let go of that? Mm. What would it feel like? How would it feel different? Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Yeah. So it's it's yeah it's exploring. So it's it's in the opposite way. So we talked about with the constructor styles. You know, what's the difference between a one and a two or, mm-hmm. or something like that? So this is honestly the other way of what does it look like? Feel like? The difference between a one and a zero. Yes. So, uh, quite often to essentially unlike me. Mm, mm. 
what does that look like? What does that feel like? Mm-hmm. And how is it different? Mm. Yeah, good questions to explore. Mm. So final themes from the yep, aggressive defensive styles, shall we? Quite often I don't accept criticism well. I'm critical of others behind their backs. I'm stubborn and concerned with status. Mm-hmm. I'm quite often easily offended and I run things by myself. Mm. I try hard to impress others and I like to be seen and noticed. I quite often have a strong need to win, like to compete, proud and self-sufficient and I'm self-assertive. I'm quite often impatient with my own errors. I seem to be driven to succeed. I try to be the best at things and I'm stern but fair. I'm quite often persistent and enduring and I look for challenges. Most of the time I'm competent, practical and business-like. So it's interesting, even even though it's a highly constructive Mm. profile, there's actually quite a few items Scoring a one generally mm-hmm. across those other areas. Yes. But they speak to some themes. So they do, don't they? Did you notice a new theme come through here? I missed it. What was it, sir? So the, remember I said before about that sort of slight theme of isolation, proud and self sufficient, mm. runs things by self. Mm, mm, that mm. that theme is actually showing up. Mm. And a little bit critical of themselves as well. Mm. So there's a theme of criticism. Mm. That's running through the, it. The critic at work. Yeah, yeah. So, so it could be that it flares up every now and then. Because yeah. it's saying often, actually, mm. all those items, if they're a one, mm. saying quite often, often I actually might say this to myself, mm. which, yeah, is, that is something. Isn't it? <laughs> that is something to explore, yeah. Mm. So it's a matter of exploring then, I find, give me an example of a situation that might trigger that. Mm critical narrative. Mm, mm. Are there particular people that that gets triggered with yeah, in your life? Or situations. Or, or situations where that might may get triggered. Yeah, right. And, oh, it can just give you an absolute goldmine of information. Yeah, yeah, because it could be, yeah, well, at work it's fine, but it's in home or sure. at, you know, when I have to do this part of my job or something like that mm-hmm. is when uh, – when those thoughts creep in. So most of the time it's not the case, but in this situation, actually it is the case. Mm. So, And I'm just looking at the satisfaction items for the sample report. And as far as work and life outside of work is concerned, they've scored everything either a four or five, mm. very satisfied or completely satisfied. The two areas that they've scored a three, I'm only somewhat satisfied, their ability to manage stress Mm. And their leisure time activities. Mm. So, what does that tell you straight away? Well, they're, I mean, they're feeling a bit of stress from work and maybe uh, not putting themselves first and so on. So, mm. Mm. and being a bit that tendency to be a bit critical yeah. of themselves so critic, yeah. as well, yeah. and the needing to be liked. Yeah, do you know it's in, it's it all ties back together. Yeah, so it's interesting. Would you as well say you turn to the to the outcome items, and they're all fours and fives. Mm-hmm. Would you do a similar question around, you know, what does it take to move from a four to a five sure. kind of stuff? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So. Yeah, so I definitely would have a conversation with around. With the threes. With the threes. Yeah. Always have a conversation, and particularly given what the themes that we've pulled out mm. have pointed to, those two threes are very, there is a significant conversation waiting to be had. Yeah. 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 As far as the fours are concerned, then yes, absolutely, you would. What would what would it take to move it from a four to a five? Mm. Is that something that's within your control, or is mm. it something that's outside of your control? Mm. What does that mean? 
you know. Mm. So, for example, one of them is family life. Mm. There's a four. Career prospects. There's a four long term. Family life, there might be something going on. Who knows, you know, children, partner, parents, do you know? Mm. So that that's there's lots of richness there as well to explore what would be different to move mm. that from a four to a five. It might be a specific relationship. It might be time spent with the family. It could be any number of things. You don't know. No, you don't know. And again, there's the data, but yeah. it's the story that actually brings the data to life. That's right. And so you, you're kind of like mining for the story, I suppose. So yes. it's, it's um, you're just presenting the question to them of, you know, what are you noticing? Are there any themes for you that are popping up? And it's really up to them to, to jump on that or not mm-hmm. to some extent, right? Mm-hmm. The interesting thing about this for me is that there's always something to talk about mm-hmm. with a really constructive profile. There's still lots of, there, I mean, we had a pretty rich conversation here and we're not really even going into it and filling in the story, right? We haven't just, even opened the LSI too yet. And we haven't even opened the LSI too. <laughs> yeah. And so we're just looking at, at the items and so on. Mm. But there's a whole theme there. So unless they've scored a two on every constructive item and a zero on every defensive and a five for every outcome, there's a question or a conversation that to you be can had. take. Yes. Yeah. How could this be different? What yeah. does it look like? For the LSI 2, Sue, what are the differences in approach? Would you take a similar kind of approach with that? or Definitely a similar approach with that. So, of course, opening it, their initial response. Mm. And by the way, the patterning is... Uh, Very similar, although in the two affiliative overtakes self-actualizing as a secondary style. Uh. So, but again, all above the 75th percentile, all of the constructive styles and all of the defensive styles below the 50th and the defensive styles are even more reduced. So Uh. Uh. literally nothing above the 25th percentile in the defensive styles and 16 respondents in this particular one. So. And so would you take a similar approach as far as looking at the items and saying, you know, what do we score less than a, less than the median or something, or is it different? Yeah, so still do the analysis. So, st- so still do people versus task orientation, mm. satisfaction versus security, constructive, obviously, primary, uh, strongest cluster, primary style, secondary style. Mm. I'd then go to the standard deviations Standard deviation okay, so how column. What's the spread? Of, What's the spread? Yeah. yeah, and so that's re- in the constructive styles. The largest standard deviation in this report is four. So there's they're very consistent. Okay. In the constructive styles across all of the styles. And if yeah. you're not a standard de- deviation uh, was like myself, you can just turn to the spread of opinion page, which <laughs> says wide or narrow or average, which uh, <laughs> yeah, makes more so sense for me. Six and above in the standard <sighs> deviation for constructive, four <sighs> and above in standard deviation for defensive. <sighs> and that's just a numerical way of looking at the standard at the spread of opinion yeah, sure. table on the next page. <laughs> sure. So a little bit of... Um, a little bit of a, a spread of opinion in dependent style, but nothing above average. So mainly very narrow, mm. narrow and average spreads of opinion. So this person's showing up very consistently. Mm. What can be really helpful is, as you know, then when you go to the item by item page, mm. is to, yes, go and have a look at the delta column. So of course, you've got the the first column is the average score of the respondents, then the middle score of the norming group, and then the delta. There is, again, only one 
item on the humanistic encouraging that's below page that is a mm. minus. Mm. And guess what? It's the same one. It's the same one. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. So it will either be consistent and congruent between the thinking and the How behavior, perceive the behavior, or yeah. it will be different. Mm. And so you've that's got, another conversation. There's another conversation. So yeah. you've got a conversation to have if it's consistent. And mm. you've got a conversation to have if it's different. Yeah, right. So you, <laughs> so, everyone's a winner. You can't really go that's wrong. That's right. <laughs> exactly. So I guess what I want to reassure people about is that just don't think that there's nothing to talk about. Mm. If you've got somebody who's got strongest cluster constructive in their one and their two, because these reports are a wealth of information mm. Mm. and just working your way through Having that conversation, what does this mean to you? What, what's your take on the fact that these things are consistent? What's your take on the fact that this is what people are seeing? It's not what you're thinking. Mm. How would you actually let them have this experience of what you're thinking? Do you know those, those sorts of things? The great thing as well, sir, is if someone's highly constructive, then they're probably quite up for exploring yeah. and <laughs> looking at it and self-development and all that kind of stuff. So. Mm-hmm. So they're probably actually quite a willing participant as far as wanting to to go down that path anyway. That's true. So, so that's yes, kind that's of a, a help yes, <laughs> if it you're is. doing it. And interestingly, I've found as well that with people that have um, strongest cluster constructive in both, sometimes what will really interest them, if this is a retest for them, mm. is whether there have been changes between their primary and secondary styles as mm, well. Mm, mm in their one and in their two, and that can be very situational. So let's say, for so example... Change jobs or something. Change or... jobs or tempo at work's increased, mm. uh, they might find... So, for example, in, in this one that we were looking at, this sample report, the ability to manage stress, mm. that may have shown up in self-actualizing coming down slightly. Right, right. Let's say. Yeah, so that's a, another conversation yeah, if you've got retest com- data. Exactly, if yeah. you've got retest data. Yeah. yeah, so I love it too. So there's, I mean, the, the thing I'm taking from this is there's actually lots of stuff to have a conversation about. Mm. And so, it's a, you know, don't freak out or whatever, mm. that it's constructive. And I mean, like I said, this often this is the person who's up for having this kind of conversation and mm-hmm. they want to improve and, you know, grow and develop themselves. So they're often quite willing. And so it's really looking at, okay, what is it in the items? Are there any themes that are coming through for them and both the things they didn't score themselves a two for in constructive and the things they scored a, a one or a two for in defensive mm-hmm. and seeing what comes up yes. and, and seeing what the outcome items and stuff, seeing, seeing what there is. What's the difference between a four and a five? Why did you score a three? Mm-hmm. What do you think's going on there? Mm-hmm. Lots of conversations. I think you'll probably run I mean... In this conversation, we spent so long on LSI 1, we hardly got, we didn't do the same depth on LSI 2, and that kind of just shows how many things there were. Exactly. So. I guess I just want to really reassure everybody who opens a client's profile and goes, oh crap, what value am I going to add? Yeah. If you approach it this way, you potentially will add a lot of value. Mm. Yeah. Fantastic. I love that. So I think that's really going to help a lot of people when they, uh, stuck in that situation or come across that situation so really useful I know I've taken down notes while we've been talking so I'll I'll take some stuff from here too fantastic thanks Thanks Tom thanks for your time Sue you're welcome thanks for listening to this episode of Culture Bites if you enjoy the show 
Remember to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcasts. Also, leave us a review. It helps other people to find the show. If you have a question you'd like us to answer, email podcast at human-synergistics.com.au. We'd love to answer it. This podcast is copyrighted by Human Synergistics Australia, all rights reserved. To learn more about what we do, visit human-synergistics.com.au. Thank you.